Welcome to Squaring the Circle, the podcast where I chat to creative business owners to see how they balance the art and the business. Multidisciplinary artist Chanel Richardson, welcome to Squaring the Circle. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm so excited to be here. Good. I'm I'm getting that vibe and I'm and I'm and I'm here for it. It's good. We've had a we were actually we're having a really nice conversation just before we were rolling, um, which we may um we may discuss more about later on. But uh yeah, welcome. Um we've we've known each other for a few months and um uh yeah, really looking forward to having a chat actually, just because um well doing doing part of this, you know, I like to do a bit of research with a guest before we have a chat. Um, and yeah, I, I said this yesterday as well, when I was speaking to people, um, your work is so amazing. I love looking at your work. Um, so yeah, huge, huge congratulations on that. Um, but I'd like to start well with a social media post actually. So a few months ago, um, you said, and I quote, you don't make progress by staying where you are. You make it by moving forward, um, whatever that looks like. So in your opinion or in your business, what does moving forward look like? Wow. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Just like, oh, yeah, this is what you said. <laughs> Coming back to bite you on the bum. No, I'm <laughs> um, right. Well, moving forward, um, you know, I had to even think about this recently myself. Um, you know, I think that there are lots of different ways to sort of uh, look at uh, success and progress and and all things like that some of us measure it in numbers some of us uh in what we're able to do with like a skill or something like that but I don't think it's always so clear-cut there comes a time where you feel just stuck where you feel like you're just not making any progress like you're seeing the same thing and stuff like that but I tend to find in those periods of time it's because I I'm so hooked on looking at other people, their success stories, um, and their their stories isn't my story. That it's not mine. Um, and I think you make more progress than you realize, and uh, it's really important to remember that. I find that business is actually well, you know, business is life. I mean, you're dealing with people. You're doing what it is that you like to do supposedly um and you have to bring out your life skills a lot more than you sort of have initially thought of you know you mentioned um when you're looking at other people um and you're seeing their quote-unquote success um where are you looking for these people is that social media or is that friends um oh, gosh or, or everywhere um any and, which where <laughs> okay okay and uh, but how do, how do you how do you deal with that because i think everybody has been in that situation everybody thinks that especially if your business is struggling at that point everybody's doing well everybody's mm -hmm. busy everybody's doing the projects that you want to do and it's so difficult so how have you how do you get through that i think that would be quite valuable to know Oh my gosh, that is so, such an important question. Like um, for me, and this kind of ties in with um, another question that you had uh, posed to me. Really great questions, by the way. Hmm. Um, for me, sometimes I find that you have to look outside of yourself. You 
if you keep on looking inwardly and uh, you, you keep on looking at, oh, this is not where I want to be or this is where I want to be and blah, 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 um, it's very easy to sort of uh, step on your own toes and squash yourself and have you paint a picture about yourself that just isn't true. Because um, one thing that I tend to find is when talking to other, you know, uh, business owners is that they're, everybody's comparing themselves in some way or has done. Um, and it, it's really interesting because I was even having this conversation the other day with um, a couple of uh, coaches. I think one was like a mental coach, one was like a business coach. But, you know, the, the consensus was the same. Um, people don't tell you everything. Um, they don't have to tell you everything. Why would they? Why would they tell you that? They're struggling and they only see two digits in their bank account and literally when they go to buy milk it's literally like oh i have to put that brand back you know i've been there i'm coming out of that stage you know and and that's the reality of it because uh, you go to these businesses and whatever you want to come across as somebody who's reliable somebody that people can look up to not even look up to but who they can work with and you have your own misconception you know sort of well yeah misconceptions on who people want to work with based on what you want to work with and who you want to be and who, what you want to see. Um, so if you look too much at sort of like your own sort of like preferences of where you want to be in your life, you don't look at the other people that are looking at you as well. And I was having this conversation with my friend who, you know, she does something completely different. You know, she's employed at a hotel and she is amazing. I love her. Um, and she looks at other people and she's just like, wow, they're so much more successful. And I look at her and I'm like, you're so successful. And then some of my friends look at me and they're like, you're so successful. It's like, that is so hilarious. You know, the whole grass is greener on the other side. Um, and, and it happened, it happens so much. Yeah. I mean, all in all walks of life. Um, totally. I, th I think, yeah. I mean, I, and I think that especially if people, especially if people are employed and they look at self-employed people as, wow, you've got it all. Um, yeah. um, I would love to be my own boss and don't get me wrong. It is far better being self-employed, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it does, it does bring its challenges, doesn't it? And it, and, right. and you don't want to say, Oh, you know, you don't want to say to them that it's not great or anything like that because the freedom to do um, or the freedom to run your own business is amazing, but it is, um, yeah, it always comes back to comparison. What do they say? Comparison is a thief of joy, which right. which is absolutely right, isn't it? Absolutely. And I work with so many creative, amazing, wonderful people. Um, and it, we often sort of build each other up and then can't take it ourselves, which is just, you know, typical human nature, yeah. um, you know. And, you know, I have a streamer friend who... Uh, has a bunch of followers, a bunch of people coming along supporting him and whatnot. And, you know, it's it's so funny because I just think he is amazing. And he thinks the same uh, with me. You have to look at yourself and see that success is you. You already have success. Um, and then it brings forth more success because you realize that you have to look inwardly to realize that actually you're pretty fantastic. Um, it's really important moving forward. You, you, a couple of seconds ago, you were talking about having two digits in your bank account and struggling to 
pay for milk and things and you said oh i've just i've just been through that so and i don't want to get personal so don't don't feel that you um need to mm. overshare or or if we need to move on that's absolutely fine um but i think it would be well i suppose the question is then how, how you say you're coming out of it now um and if if social media is anything to go by or networking is anything to go by you seem to be doing well again that's who knows if that's the truth or reality <laughs> as we just discussed mm. but what what things did you do to get through it um and uh yeah so so what kind of advice would you would you give to other people going through that if they get to the two and they can't buy if they can't um buy the milk right chill <laughs> honestly like I know it seems really, um, you know, uh, nonchalant or, you know, blasé or whatever, but sometimes you've got to chill. Sometimes you literally have to just be like, you know what? What other things do I have in my arsenal outside of myself as well? Like, um, for instance, I have an amazing, supportive family, friends. You know, if I were to genuinely be in a place where it's literally like I cannot pay rent I cannot do this I cannot get food I cannot blah 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 would my friend let me you know just be hungry or whatever if I were to actually say that these are real things like sometimes it gets really real sometimes you have to look outside of yourself sometimes you have to get help um, and that's just, you know, the sum total of it. Like I was talking to a really amazing uh, business coach, Julia Stock, shout out. She is really, really great. And we had a very candid conversation. Sometimes you have to sit down and realize that what it is that's actually getting you in your way. And more often than not, it's yourself. And that's not to say that you can just magically wish away your... Um, money problems no of course not but if you're putting out your seeds you're putting yourself out there and you are you know uh planting your seeds you reap what you sow so to speak you're going to networking events you're putting yourself out there you're getting into contact with clients you're reaching out to people something will come back and it's only when you sort of realize and have confidence that your life you know, this sort of thing is temporary because everything is temporary. You can't be in a downward spiral forever. You know, you can't be in an upward spiral forever. There's always like a plateau of, of you know, just like whether it's peace or whatever it is. Um, you have to sort of look at everything that you have. Um, and, you know, my situation is very different from a lot of people's. A lot of people don't have an amazing supportive network of people that are encouraging them. I get that. Um, but, you know, that that's the case for me. And so I have to look at that and realize that me asking for help and me asking, uh, you know, me talking about it doesn't make me any less of a person or myself worthless, you know, Um it's, that's why it's really important to look out, outside of yourself to get you through it is to because when you don't think that things are going to get better you don't try to make them better sometimes um you can't act without intention um everything that we do has intention even if it's not known to us um and uh that's also tony val you're amazing <laughs> you know um so yeah tony val was the 
the the social media post that we started with that was after the I don't know if he said that but it was after discussion with him wasn't it yeah I mean he he's great I mean uh, I need to get into contact with him soon actually uh he is a mindset coach um and have yeah done, have you done much um training in terms of business coaching and mindset coaching because just the the chat that we've had so far you you've continuously talked about sort of looking inward um mm. which obviously speaks to you know mindset um and looking um yeah slightly more spiritual towards things as well right. is that something that you've um, had to work on um or is that something that um after these conversations with these various coaches that it's been really helpful for you um how, how did all that come about right well i've always been you know um very spiritual um it's it's shifted and it's changed um i do believe that you you know mindset is everything you know <laughs> like mindset a lot of people i i think that you know when it comes to business it's less about what you can do and it's more about who you are as a person like that is the you know crux of whether or not you'll be successful or you'll um you'll get to the other side um and in my life i've had many a time where it i just knew that something was right um i can't explain it you know again bigger than myself uh, i just knew that it was right to do that thing and i've just gone through it and because i knew that that was right that's pulling me through and it's the same with you know this business <laughs> you know it's like i know that it's it's right for me to do i know that it will be okay and that is something that you know keeps pulling me through even in places where i just literally feel like yeah right you know because it's often just like it's mind games it's literally just your brain is against you and your heart might be against you your you know your situation is against you um and you need to have something you need to have something bigger than yourself that can take you out of those places because you know everything else is temporary and can fall away but who are you as a person what do you really believe in do you actually believe that you're going to get to the other side if the answer is yes then you'll be fine um but you know these these coaches as well are amazing in helping you um maybe shift it in a way that you haven't really um thought of before or um reminding you of the fact and helping you get out of that funk and helping you see the logic uh in your illogical state because i'm a very emotional person uh as well i think is being emotional um is that is that good for the art that you produce or bad mm, that's an interesting question you know it's actually funny when i was in art college we had um these weeks of doing different types of art like visual communications 3d and fine art um there was another one as well i think it was fashion um fine art i came to that and i just felt like no this is not like i feel like when it comes to art i can be emotionally constipated like i feel like i don't know when it comes to yeah just draw how you feel rage you know uh i think i do it but in my own kind of way i'm i'm much more like i just want to draw a pretty picture you know um and 
I think it's not good nor bad because I think that art is a very, uh, it's obviously down to interpretation and uh, tastes and uh, what you get out of it. Like, I think for a lot of people, they do art for sort of like an emotional thing as well. And for them, I think, you know, it, it might be like much more um, uh, yes, no sort of situation. Uh, for me, I tend to find that if I'm feeling in a very, you know, frustrated state and then I'm trying to draw something because I like to draw a pretty picture and if it doesn't go right, I will just flip the canvas. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to go eat or like <laughs> play a game or something. Like I need to get away from this. Um, and there are times where I'm just so demotivated that it doesn't matter what it is. I just cannot get myself to draw that first line on the canvas. Um, and yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> so what happens? Because motivation is something that fascinates me endlessly. Because and it's something that I've spoken about on this podcast many a time. Um, and I I don't know one creative business owner that is motivated all the time. Um, and if they are, well, sell me that secret. Exactly, story. please. <laughs> I am in. Um, but. So, but that was really interesting where you can't even start essentially. You're so demotivated. Have you, because when I go through those stages, I think, oh, I was, I was buzzing yesterday and my mojo was there yesterday. Why today? Like nothing has changed. I yeah. slept well. Why today? So I'm always, I'm constantly trying to kind of reverse engineer. Well, why did I, why did this happen? I've come to realize at this point, it just happens and I can't really explain it. But so I'd be fascinated to to know whether if you've worked it out, <laughs> um, you know, why, why, why on those days it's really difficult to, to get motivated. Wow. Yeah. I'm still like, as you say, it's something that you have to work out for yourself and, and might still have to battle with on occasion and whatever, even if you get quite good at it. Like for me, I tend to find the best way for me to to do it is to do it i know that doesn't help but like literally just like okay i i do not feel motivated to work on this thing right now and so i open up photoshop and then i do a line and then oh there we go i've got over that first hurdle you know it is it is a really funny thing because uh, more often than not if i'm feeling demotivated then i can't even get to that stage and that seems like you know might seem like really pathetic but like you know, it's it's like, oh yeah, you know, I don't feel motivated. I'm just gonna play some League of Legends. Like honestly. <laughs> um, but when, sometimes when, you have to, yeah. When you when you do if you're feeling demotivated and you and you don't get to the work, how mm. does that make you feel? Um <clears throat> are you able to be kind to yourself and think, right, I will get to it, it will get done. Or do you double down on, right, well, I was demotivated and I didn't do it, which makes me a failure. And then you get into a bit of a mental um, whirlwind down, basically. So how, how does that uh, how does that affect you? Oh, man, like I've been in both. I mean, of course, uh, it's so. But, you know, that that's that's the thing. It's like, what voice do you want to listen to that day? Right. It, it's it's like we have to uh 
realize that we make decisions, um, whether it's subconscious or not, whether or not, you know, it's something that, you know, you feel like you really struggle with. Sometimes you need to realize that you are making that choice of I'm going to listen to my logical brain and I'm going to listen to that brain that just wants to just destroy everything that I do and myself as well, you know? Um, and that's, that's something I've had to come to terms with a lot because obviously sometimes it's, it really is easier said than done. I'm not saying that it's easy and that you have complete control of your, you like, obviously neurodivergency is real, like, you know, and, and sometimes you have to struggle a little bit harder, but if you have to get somebody else to help you, then do that as well. That's why there are so many coaches and, and mentors out there and friends and family uh, that you can actually talk to uh, who might understand. Um, you know, sometimes uh, it, it's really hard. Sometimes it is really hard. But, you know, for, for me, it's like I know that this has to get done because I don't like people waiting on me. I don't like people having a problem with something that I've done. And I genuinely do like what I do. Whatever it is, whatever tools that you need to do, like for me, it's timing myself and realizing, okay, this and having a plan of like, oh, I'm going to work on this this week. I'm going to work on this this day, this hour. I'm going to work on this thing. Not looking at the whole thing so much. So you rely on structure that rather mm. than the the stereotypical artist of it will get done when it will get done when when you know creativity hits me in the forehead it will get done um you yeah. much prefer to sort of structure right this is the time that i'm going to do it and that's and that's that absolutely because that first one does not work for anybody not as in like it doesn't work for my clients it doesn't work for me um i know what i'm like so uh, and more often than not i think you know um even artists that do work, like the second one, might realize that uh, if they have a client that is like, oh, just do it, you know, in your own time, you know, that, you know, plenty of clients do do that. And they're just like, oh, yeah, take your time, do it how you want, blah, blah, blah. And very just easy. If you get that second client at the same time, that's like, I need it by this week. Guess what gets done? You know, it's going to be the one that wants it really, really fast um, uh, because that's their requirement. Um, and, uh, more often than not, I tend to find that even though you got clients that like, oh yeah, you know, take your time and blah, blah, blah. I'm still like, please give me a deadline. Like, or I give them a deadline and I'm like, I'm going to get it done in two weeks time, you know, or whenever, how, however long it, it takes me, you know? Um, because for me, it's like, I have now broken it down to such a place that I know how long this is going to take me to the hour. So if I'm not working on it on those hours and instead I'm doing something else that isn't as urgent, I'm making that conscious decision and I know how long is remaining on that piece. Um, for me, yeah, structure really does help. I love a spreadsheet. I, I, I can't help myself. I love a spreadsheet. I love an Excel spreadsheet. Come on. Like, I love being able to jot, jot down these things and see where my hours are spent because when you have the numbers in front of you, it's like, this is the picture. This is what you wanted. What happened? You know, uh, sometimes you need it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's un uncommon though. Um, mm. because 
I'm I'm similar in terms of if I have structure, it frees me up to just focus on the project at hand. Um, and even if I have to break it down into half an hour, hour, that's that works for me because it's it's just focusing on one thing. And if I get into some some kind of flow and I, you know, every and the edit is um really flowing well, well, that's great. I'll just continue until um I have to do something else. But right. breaking it down and chunking it down was massive for me. Um, because well, I suppose that leads on to another question. Um, when you're starting a sketch or starting a project that potentially means a lot to you, do you ever worry that your creativity or your inspiration will just evaporate and you're, you're just, you, you, until you get going, I'll go back. I'll tell you the reason why I ask this. Every editing project, video project that I start, I'm anxious until I get to the point where I know it will work. As in, I know mm. the story, like the story is structured in front of me on the editing screen. I know it will work and it may take time, but that's fine. Yeah, I know it's going to work in, in with regards to that story. Does that translate to um, your art as well? All the time, all the time. I mean, unless it's like something, uh, you know, small. Um, and even sometimes when it's something small, um, I tend to find... And this is the fun part about what I do, because I, I consider myself quite a generalist. I rarely say no to things unless they make me uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, so that means, you know, I might say yes to doing a sci-fi piece when I do not do sci-fi in the sliders or, you know, machinery. And it's like, how on earth do I do this? And when I feel like, ooh, I don't know how this is going to look, to be honest. Like, I can't visualize it like a lot of the time actually almost all of the time I visualize something uh in my mind of how I think it's going to look and I do a sketch and it doesn't look like that and I'm like okay it looks like this now you know I think for me um that was a crux as well that was that was like game changer of killing your darlings and killing perfection you know um I think in what I do, I don't know if you have it, but more often than not, I tend to have an idea in my head of how I think that something's going to go, right? And then you start to do it and, you know, real life is a different story. Like maybe just, you know, the brush that I'm using isn't right or the color isn't quite right. The composition isn't quite what I was thinking. Like rarely what is up here ends up in, you know, like the finished product, like rarely um and it starts from the sketch and once i see that the sketch is not quite there it's just like and it's something completely different it's like what does my hand want to do oh it seems like it wants to do this like i'll show this to the client do they like it yes they do okay we're going to go this direction um killing that sort of like perfectionist ideal kind of oh i, I really want it to look like this and i want it to da, 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 and letting it just happen has just been like a game changer for me um in that because especially when I'm dealing with something that I haven't really done before it's like I can't even visualize what this is going to be and that is really daunting and that can kill your uh motivation if you feel like it's really like I I've had plenty of times where I'm working on a piece where it's like good bad good bad good bad love it hate it love it hate it looking at 
your um your portfolio is very varied in terms of style and you mentioned a few minutes ago that um you're you see yourself as a generalist um is that is that by design is that what is that the way you want to work or do you want to hone hone in your style you know long term so you're known for a particular look mm. That is, you know, that's something that I've often uh, looked at. And I realize, you know what? I really like working on different things. You know, even if it's, you know, like I love character illustration. That is like my jam. And I love, you know, painting character illustration. I don't often get it, but when I do get like a fully painted, you know, commission or something like that, I just like, oh, oh. But yeah, my, my style has changed. But a lot of people say that I have a style, which I find hilarious because it's like, okay, tell me what it is because I don't know. Um, you know, I tend to find that it depends on what the client is looking for. And I try to go based on what it is that they say. Maybe they are taking inspiration from like golden age 90s cartoon. And it's like, okay, I don't have any examples of that, but I'll, I'll do that for you, bro. Like, no problem, you know. I, I love it because I love learning. I love seeing if I can do it and how I would do it. Because actually, it's not so much a matter of if I can do it. I know I can do it. It's more, what is that going to look like with Shan's hands? <laughs> you know? Um, and, you know, when I was at uni, I was learning 3D for the first time. I knew nothing about 3D. Um, and uh, in, in that college, it was college university it was it was amazing so many amazing students that are all talented in different things uh that's how it tends to go in you know uh the animation sort of world and uh, game development you're a 3d modeler you are a texturer you are a rigger you uh do match move or something like you are very very specific in big studios and less specific in smaller studios but still specific generalists you know, tend to sort of just get this sort of thing of like, you should specialize in something. Make sure you specialize in something because it's going to be really hard for you to get work. And it was. <laughs> it was near impossible. Um, and I realized, you know, I, okay, fine. I guess I'll just like stick to illustration or I'll stick to modeling or I'll stick to blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, you know what, actually, sod you. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> Because there are generalists that out are that are out there that have proven that they can do it. So if they can do it, why can't I do it? Um, I like working. I want to work on a game. I want to make my own book. I want to do my own thing and work with other people whilst doing it. Because there are still other people that are better than I am in those things because they specialize. And I think it allows me to have that bridge. Now I have that sort of strength of, I know how this works. So I know that you're really good at what you do. And I think that's what people often sort of overlook when it comes to uh, generalist artists and multidisciplinary artists and whatnot. It's like, oh, you're a jack of all trades. Yeah. And it helps me because now I can work on all of these different things alongside you. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, that's not to say that being a specialist um, uh, is wrong. Uh, absolutely hmm. not because i think it totally depends totally. on the person you are and it totally depends on the business that you're trying to build and everything like that so there's lots of variables 
Um, and it's something that we we I've had chats with lots of guests about to niche or not to niche. And the, the last creative collective mastermind, there was, uh, there was I think we spent 15, 20 minutes on on, you know, the, the, the pros and cons. Um, mm. And it and it's certainly not a wrong or right answer. But as long as um, I think there's some big big advantages of, of being a generalist as as long as you're comfortable being a generalist right. um, i think and this is quite a recent thing i think if you're a generalist but you have confidence in yourself i think that's fine if you're a generalist because you don't have confidence in yourself and you think well i'm just going to spread myself very thin because i can do a bit of that i think yeah. that's totally different and then I think it comes back to the type of person you are, because you meant you like 10, 15 minutes ago, you said that um, it really whatever you're doing it comes down to the person you are and how you interact with people and, and how you sort of you deal with people. So I think if you can square all those things, um, you're you've got a good chance to to make the business that you want to make. Right. Exactly. If you consistently do something or show yourself as something it will stick um people know me for i think you know illustration probably mostly and that's fine because i don't mind them coming to me with illustrations um at the same time if there's you know a project that requires 3d or motion graphics i can also show up and be like okay well i've i've done this sort of stuff if that's for you know what you're into then let's work together Chanel, I've had a, a, an amazing chat. We, we've come into the three, the final three questions. Um, uh, so with the, the first one being, um, well, we've actually, weirdly, we started this uh, conversation talking about success. Um, so you may have already touched upon this. You may have already answered this, but um, how do you define success? Um, and what does it look like for you and your business? Oh, excuse me. For me, um, my business uh, and my business's success uh, is not letting, on a practical sense, it's not letting my ideas stay as ideas and making steps in realizing those ideas and realizing that mine are just as great as somebody else's. Everyone has ideas, um, but rarely do people, you know, think that they're worth pursuing and for me i think i think it's sad but i like to help people realize that um so i should do it for myself as well so that would be the place that i'm sort of working towards getting towards and and at now right next question is for your chosen profession what is the book or resource that has had the biggest impact on you oh gosh i mean uh, uh, honestly, the Bible, because the amount of uh, divine intervention I have asked for in running this business, like, unreal. Um, and yeah, it comes to that, you know, knowing something bigger than yourself thing, like, it helps me remember who I am um, outside of the business. Just before the last question, Chanel, um, yes. and yeah, thank you once again for spending time with me. I've had a really, really great chat. Um, where can people find you online? Right. Uh, you can find me at my handle Shadwitch uh, underscore artist on most social medias. Uh, that is uh, that goes for my Instagram, uh, for my Facebook, that goes for Twitch. 
uh, and my coffee page. Please go to my coffee page. I, I'm trying to be more up to date with blogs and uh, things that I'm doing. Um, and I also have a Discord, so you can join that through the coffee page as well. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn. Perfect. Thank you very much. All right. So the last question in one sentence, what one piece of, of advice would you give a person starting in your industry tomorrow? Right. There is space. That is the main thing that I want anyone coming into my industry or any industry into the business world to remember there is space for you and how you do things. Chanel Richardson, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it's been a brilliant conversation. Um, yeah, thanks once again. Have a lovely afternoon. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> and you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Squaring the Circle. If you want to support the show, you can do two things. Number one, you can subscribe. And number two, you can leave a review. Thanks very much, and I'll see you soon.